Hello and Kloisar to episode 41 of Alternative Wales of the podcast. I, I, I'm i your host Ryan. I feel like it dawned on me the other week that I never actually introduced myself. Um, so yeah, I am Ryan if you're a new listener. Or if you're an old <laughs> listener and you you don't actually know who I am, then I'm Ryan. Um, there we are. Uh, and today um, we've traded Kaus for Rodri. He's back in the game after being um, missing in action for the last few weeks. Rodri, can you... Uh, comment on on your uh, disappearance over the last few weeks no okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it just, at that then <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm back and that's all you need to know excellent good stuff yep. uh Kaus is now missing in action uh we've sold him to the hostage uh to the people who were taking uh, rodri hostage or something i don't know um so yeah. we've uh, we've roped in lewis sharp uh back on the pod after a few months away how are you lewis you all right yeah good thanks right good good stuff Right then, so this week uh, in Welsh football, um, the clubs are pretty much just doing the same old stuff. Cardiff, absolutely piss poor. Less said about them, the better. Swansea did get a good win. Uh, so did Newport and Wrexham, actually. So uh, Cardiff let down that um, shower. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> there we are. Less said about Cardiff, the better. So today we're going to talk about the playoffs. Um as we're recording on the 24th of January, uh, we're officially two months away from uh, the Austria game. Uh, tickets were announced last week. Uh, yellows have been scrapped. Um, and we've seemed to have a few players in form coming back from fitness. Dare I say it, this week I've sort of been looking at it all and, and it feels a bit like there's a bit of a perfect storm brewing. You know, fans are allowed again. Um, so, yeah, let's let's start with a few of the sort of the informed players. Rodri, obviously, I've noted Brennan Johnson, Harry Wilson, Ethan Ampadu, Dylan Levitt. They're all playing well. Is there anyone really that you think stands out and you're really excited about March for? Uh, all, all those you've named, I think. Um, I think Brennan, Brennan Johnson's uh, been flying, isn't he, recently? So I think he's uh, definitely one as an option for us in the... Uh, but then again, he plays in a position where we're quite flush with numbers. But I, yeah. I'm really, I'm really um, excited about how well Harry Wilson's been playing because Fulham have been hammering the goals in, haven't they? So, and he seems to be in the thick of it all. So, I think Harry Wilson could be key to us. In I got a funny feeling he's going to be uh, pivotal for us in that first. Uh, well, hopefully one of two playoff games. So yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one, um, Harry Wilson, because. Like we, we we were talking about how he needed um, football, regular football, and and to find a home, um, you know, in the summer, um, he has done that with Fulham, and like you said, they they're hammering goals. I think I've got they've scored um, twenty two goals this season. Um, in the well, twenty two goals in the last four games. Um, just to put that into perspective, um, Cardiff have scored twenty eight goals all season. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I mean, Hull have only scored twenty-three goals. So, yeah, they've and they've, they've scored more than Peterborough have and Barnsley have all season in the last four games. And Harry it's Wilson crazy, has, yeah. has been instrumental, really, in in all of that. Lewis, yeah. I mean, do do you see him starting? If you do, where do you see him starting? Because I mean, like he didn't feature much in the autumn, like we said, but like he's definitely, arguably, our most informed player at the moment. Yeah, you know, it's cliche, but it's, it's a good problem to have when you've got, you know, four or five people for three positions are on form and, you know, undroppable some players. Um, But 
Wilson, you know, he's always seemed to have done well in the championship. It's the next step up that I sort of want to see him. He's he's never really quite like taken the prem, the Premier League alike. Mm. Um, but you know, I, I think in one-off games like this, you do sort of have to go for the informed players. If somebody, I don't, know, I haven't watched much um, of Leeds, but you know, if Dan James isn't playing as well as Harry Wilson is at the minute, maybe there's you know a conversation to be had there, but. Harry Wilson, I, I I would start him personally. Well, obviously, it's early for me to say in January that I'd start a player two months today. Um, but yeah, I I feel like in those one-off games, it is the sort of players in form who are the difference. Rather than you, you can't just pick the sort of eleven best players. It's it's bigger than that because you know it's not like a qualify a qualifying game in a group stage where we can sort of grab a few points back it's like whatever happens in those 90 minutes happens in those 90 minutes and no difference between a world cup or not um gotta go for your your best form players i think yeah i mean when you i think i can't see us moving from the sort of the the formation we played in um in november with that sort of attacking wing backs um just sort of thinking where he slots into where he could slot in like obviously Dan James has been doing did a really good job as sort of a striker, um, and Kiefer as sort of the number two. It's very weird where he would fit in. I think the only place he'd fit in is the Aaron Ramsey role, and I don't think you drop Aaron Ramsey really, regardless of form. No, Do you, Rod? No. What do you reckon? I was just trying to think out in my head now who the uh, front three was in the last game, but. Yeah, Ramsey wasn't it? Was uh, in behind the striker, wasn't he? I'm trying yeah. to think now. Well, but, yeah, but Bale was injured as well, so Bale didn't feature. So I guess. Ah, yeah. Bale's I mean, the one I miss. <laughs> yeah. How can I forget Bale? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, Gareth Bale is the other, is another one. Obviously, he's fit again. He's made the bench a few times for Real Madrid. And he's not playing, which is probably ideal at the moment, as long as he sort of keeping himself ticking over in training. I feel like that's all he wants to do. Um, and, you know, it sort of plays into that perfect storm. I was saying, you know, Ramsey's on the verge of a move to the Premier League. I think I've seen him linked to about six clubs this week. Um, Villa, Newcastle, Burnley, Palace, West Ham. I think they've all um, been mentioned. Um, I mean, yeah, it, like like you said, Lewis, it's good we have all those options. Yeah, yeah. Um, going forward, um, Connor Roberts played again yesterday for the first time wow, in a while, back. which is nice to see. Um, so I mean, what places do you think are up for grabs then, um, Rod? I mean, like if we go off the fact we'll be playing that sort of five, three centre backs, wing backs, and then the midfield and forward line. Obviously, Joe Morrell is going to miss out because of a ban. Yeah. What do you think? Who do you think is nailed on, and who do you think is sort of up for grabs? Well, I would go with Alan and Ampadu in the middle now that Morel's out. I know yeah. Ampadu's been Ampadu's been used uh, defensively, isn't he? Uh, last couple of times, but I I'd have him in midfield with Alan, with Ramsey ahead of them. Um, I don't know what, who's up for grabs. It depends on. It does really depend on Bale and Ramsey and how we're going to use them. Because if they're not match fit, I wouldn't. I w- I would say there's potential for one or you've got to start them really, haven't you? But yeah. Then then again, oh, it's hard to because uh, Lewis was saying just now about Dan James. Would he drop out for Wilson? But Dan James has been playing pretty well 
the last mm. three months is and his work rate's phenomenal as well and it was end product still uh you know uh, gone missing a bit but uh, his actual his work rate and his speed can frighten people and i, yeah. I think you need someone like that in a in a one-off kind of playoff game someone like that is key so i, I wouldn't fancy dropping him for the game um, i mean I think with Dan James is he's getting to that point of a bit like Ramsey and Bale where if he's fit, he plays. I mean, because yeah. like, you said, Rod, we've got no one else like him because he's that so direct and so fast. Yeah. Um, you know, like Harry Wilson, um, Brennan Johnson. I mean, obviously a fit David Brooks. They're all sort of the similar sort of player. But I think what Dan James offers is like no one else. Um yeah. You know, the only player I'd compare him to is Bale, like peak Gareth Bale going back five or six years. Um, yeah, I'm just just thinking of his pace, like because if you've got a Kiefer up top winning headers and stuff, you want someone like James being able to run in behind. And They work really well pick. together, those two as well, don't they? Yeah, so I, I, I don't think he's nailed on, but I wouldn't wouldn't fancy dropping James on because he's not playing badly. He's just one of those positions where we've got a lot of players knocking on the door kind of thing so um but i think the one guy who's definitely nailed on is allen because he came into his own again yeah uh, last few games um and even if he wasn't really you can't really not play him can you yeah we don't Um, have another another player like him really like i think dylan levitt's obviously making strides at dundee but but yeah he's not at that level yet especially in a game like like you know what we're about to to take on i mean Lewis, going back to the sort of the games in November, I think we all sort of settled that maybe this sort of wing back system that we've been using is best. But I think what that does is our strengths at the moment in terms of like players and depth is in the forward line, yeah, rather than centre backs, which I think are are probably the problem area in terms of players playing and stuff. But in terms of a structure, having those three centre backs worked really well, it's like, what do you think you do? Do you do you adapt the system for the players, or do you adapt the players for the system? I think um I think I said it last time I was on. I don't feel like we create more chances with four at the back than what we do with five. Mm. So I think the best way for Wales to play, and he did it. I, you didn't expect him to do it really against Estonia in November, um, but playing five at the back is our best way going forward, in my opinion, especially with, like you said, with Nico Williams and Connor Roberts. They quite like to get high up the pitch when they play as full back, uh, wing back, should I say. Um, and I, I don't really feel like we... It's not like we're sacrificing, uh, you know, creating chances by putting five at the back. I feel like we create just as much, if not more, when we play with a five. Because I remember this, there's been some times where we've sort of changed the systems with four at the back when we've played against the weaker teams. And I, I don't really see us... You know, we haven't battered any of those teams by any means, and we put was it five past Estonia? I should know really. Belarus, five, you mean? Oh, Belarus even. Yeah, five. Yeah, five, yeah, yeah. five past Belarus in November, and that was with five at the back. So, I, I wouldn't say I'd, I'd say to answer your question, players who suit the system rather than a system that suits the players. Yeah, would you agree with that, Rod? Yeah, pretty much spot on, really. Uh, uh... Find a system that works as well, one of our strengths, and then you slot the players in. And you know, sometimes it means a form player doesn't get in, but then there's always that option off the bench in there, so yeah, to change a change a game when needed. So yeah, well, well, that's it. You know, if you do start with say a front, 
sort of the four, the attacking players being Kiefer, Ramsey, Bale, and James. And then you look at that bench, and you've got Wilson, you've got Brennan yeah. Johnson, um, and you know others who who can come in and influence that game. You know, it, it's it's exciting, and and obviously Nico Williams came into his own in that formation. I think Rob Page has hinted that a lot to do, a lot of it was to do with Alan Nil, um, who would come into his coaching staff in the autumn. Uh, obviously worked I think he's 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 at Middlesbrough now with Chris Wilder but obviously he knows that sort of five at the back swing back system like the back of his hand and it's obviously worked wonders yeah I I think uh, Nico there um he's undroppable uh, yeah the the way he played in the autumn so there's another one you can like slot in and you you wouldn't leave him out after the way he played so no. especially in that in that in that formation anyway Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I've got sort of done you. What you who do you need to see more of ahead of March? Obviously, a lot of people are talking about Roden's lack of game time. Obviously, Kiefer's not had the season he he had in the past. I mean, how much of that is down to the player uh, or the club that he's at? Um, is there anyone else that you think not isn't deserving of their place, but might just need a bit more from in the next few months to really? Um, you know, is there any areas of concern essentially, Rod? Um, well, I, I want I want to see more of Conor Roberts having more game time because obviously he's been out a long time. Um, I'd like to see him kick on now. He's had a, his first start for Burnley, so um, yeah, I think Rodon's the obvious one that stands out because uh, he is pretty much key. If we're not going to have Ampadu in the in the central defence and. Well, well, Ben Davis picks himself, so I think yeah. Rodon's the other one you'd want in there because I'm not still not too sure on Mepham and Lawrence. To be honest, with you, um, they don't fill me with as much confidence as Rodon or Ben Davis do. So, um, no, um, I think it'd be nice to see Keith. Uh, well, for you as well, uh, and any Cardiff fans, uh, for Kiefer to start banging them in, but I don't think it really matters how his club form is he always tends to uh pick up where he left off with wales isn't he like i yeah. think he he didn't start the season too well and then was it well it might be might be a false memory but i think he didn't he get a goal in the autumn or did he yeah he I scored don't... against scored against belgium <laughs> ah, yeah, of course he did yeah <laughs> you you yeah. can t- you can tell yeah. who the sober one is at these games lewis <laughs> lewis yeah. thought the belarus game was against estonia rodri forgot forgot <laughs> scored yeah oh, to so... be honest even if even if i'm sober i struggle to keep up with goal scorers and stuff yeah. <laughs> so, when he yeah. scored that cracking header when we qualified against hungary as well didn't he yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. Yeah, so Lewis, anything else? Any anyone else you'd like to see a bit more of before March, or or has it all been covered? Do you think? Uh, yeah, sort of all been covered. Um, but you know, obviously with Bale and Ramsey, they like like what um Rod said with Keith and Moore, It seems that they always pick it up when they play for Wales, regardless of how much they're playing. And you run the risk, obviously, if they were playing for their clubs of them getting injured between now and then um, but I would quite like to see like you mentioned earlier Ramsey getting back into the Premier League and you know if he if he could get five or so games under his belt between now and then you know yeah. probably only going to be, uh, be beneficial rather than negative unless obviously he picks up an injury but 
Yeah, I mean, I was think, thinking about Ramsey earlier, just sort of like in terms of where I'd like to see him end up. And I think, I mean, Villa would be really nice because I think working under someone like Steven Gerrard's, you know, never going to be a bad thing. But I also think um, Palace, I mean, I've watched Palace quite a lot over the last few weeks um, on TV and they're just a really decent side now. And I think having Oshan there, having Patrick Vieira there, it's not a bad place to sort of play, no. play a trade, is it? And I think he'll be their main guy in midfield now because... Um, what's his name? The Serbian lad seems to have dropped off now. Is it Milivojevic? Milivojevic, yeah. yeah. And Will Hughes seems to be playing a lot, and I'm not totally convinced on him. So, uh, you know, he goes in, yeah. you know, he's fit and he becomes a bit of a star player for them there. Um, yeah. Got like Palace, a... or, Palace or West Ham, even, because. Uh, yeah, West Ham, obviously, they're, they're a. You know, he'll, get ga- he'll get games there because they, they're still in Europe and the FA Cup, and it's so I think. He'll pick up even with their like they've got a few decent midfield options at West Ham, but um, yeah, I think he'd play there. So I I don't really want I don't want him going Newcastle or Burnley. Yeah, definitely not um, Newcastle no. or Burnley. Definitely not. No, because I think he's above that level, and and I don't want him to be in these scraps. You know, these like the the well, I'm just speaking from a the Leeds side of it. They played Newcastle the weekend. The way Newcastle played football was an abomination and that's just how it is how it is at the bottom of the table it's just like scrappy yeah. and it's just yeah i, I, I want to see him flourish kind of thing playing yeah. for a team high on confidence and yeah well, and that's it i don't want him to go into a toxic environment because no, he's, exactly, he's had yeah. that in his career and for some reason welsh players seem to just always be the scapegoat and you know if, yeah. he, if he goes into a team like newcastle and you know what, how passionate their fans are for better or worse yeah. like he goes in and doesn't play to a level of expectation that they want they'll they'll turn on him that is a thing where welsh players seem to be scapegoats tyler roberts is like uh treated like fucking slobber milosevic at leeds at the moment <laughs> <laughs> it's not his fault they lost the weekend but christ uh, he's had some st- he's not he's not he's not pulling up trees he's not he's not brilliant he's probably playing above his level he's probably a championship level player to be honest with you but like whenever leeds lose it seems to be him getting the Stick, I'm just thankful that Dan James doesn't get the same because I think he's generally his work rate is uh winning everyone over. But Tyler Roberts is just that. I think he gets a lot of stick playing for Wales as well, though. I think it's something about Tyler Roberts's face yeah. that people <laughs> don't like or something. So, yeah, it is, yeah. it is weird that you know, like I think Joe Allen had a bit of it, I think, in the early days of yeah. Stoke. Obviously, Ramsey had it bad at Arsenal. Yeah, it, Joe, Joe, it Joe Allen had it at Liverpool as well, didn't he? It yeah. was a bit of a joke character at Liverpool because like, Brendan Rodgers' favourite kind of thing. But yeah. he's, he was a quality player. And Obviously, I think Dan ben Davis gets it at Spurs as well. I was going yeah. through, um, men- uh, like, typed him in on Twitter yesterday. He was getting he was getting stick after that Chelsea game. Yeah. Xenophobia at his place. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, before we move on then, um, obviously Cymru League's restarted this weekend uh, with with some good games. Uh, crowds were back, so that was great to see. I managed to get two games in over the weekend. It was at Pennebont on Friday. Um, also, a big shout out to the Aberystwyth Soul crew on Friday night at Pennebont. They were 4-0 down after about, um, well, it was 3-0 within about 20 minutes and it finished 4-0, but uh, they were making all the noise and looked like they had a crack in time, so uh, a good effort from them. Um, I played to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yes, yeah, that was nice. Obviously, Swansea had a crowd back as well. So, uh, fingers crossed, that's the end of it now. Um, uh, but, obviously, we've just talked about it being the perfect storm ahead of March. No doubt now in the next couple of weeks, there'll be some sort of, like, 
huge mutant coronavirus uh, <laughs> um, yeah. variant that'll kill us all. And um, Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey, well, everyone we've just mentioned will have terrible leg breaks or something. Well, I don't know if you've been watching the news last week or so. I think World War Three is about to happen, so that'll be typical, isn't it? Well, I, so. <laughs> well this, this was crossing my mind, obviously. You know, Ukraine are in our path. Like, yeah. what what happens there? I don't know if, like, I mean, it's not looking... I mean, that's the least of their worries at the moment, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's a bit of a fucking mess there. Anyway, um, talking about a bit of a fucking mess, um, me and Rodri caught up with Agent Phillips earlier, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll chat with him next. Agent Phillips, are you there? <laughs> Hello, can you? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, just about. Yeah, Alan's driving a bit faster. Oh, fucking hell. He's going to you on the World Rally Tour, are you? I don't know what he's done to the, <laughs> I don't know what he's done to the Suzuki, but he's, he's, he's going ahead of a nick here. I'll tell him to slow down now. <laughs> this is sort of motivating, isn't it? Down, Alan! What's the matter with you? Get <laughs> oh, that exhaust seat to Alan, boy. Uh, don't worry, I'm back fine now. We'll roll to stop. How are we, lads? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, same old, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Uh, been been here, there, everywhere. Same old. Yeah, evading capture. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great. I can't really say much more than that, to be honest with you. Same old. I don't know why we bother getting you. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Hang on. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> Alan, right, get in the hedge. Right. Trouble follows you everywhere, doesn't it, uh, Phillips? Shut up, man. Keep your eyes on. Can't even keep away from the police when you're doing this segment, like. Fast go. They've gone. Right, we're safe. Uh, sorry about that, boys. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Tony or Alan have got some about twenty thousand fags with about duty paid in the boots, but you know, got to make a living somehow, haven't we? Yeah, obviously the the football the football isn't working out too great for you, so I guess obviously fags, <laughs> arms, car parts, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, my football's not going too well for me, is it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think you're the first first to say that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, honesty is the best policy. So, yeah, well, business is booming. Thank you. It's brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, have you got any players for us, or are you just going to be no comment on that as well? Because I feel like we get you on the podcast and you just tell us nothing. I've got to get more comfortable in this hedge. <laughs> uh, right. <clears throat> I've got two players for you this week, actually. Oh, yeah. bonus. Yeah, I've got to say a mighty thanks to a mighty... Uh, why have I said mighty twice there? <laughs> uh, I've got to say thanks to Bush. The mighty Bush. On Twitter. Is it the mighty Bush? I don't know. No, that's a TV programme. That's why you wouldn't know. That's what... I haven't yeah. paid TV licence since 1988, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging uh, about in hedges instead of watching telly. You know, you're fucking... Well, you know, how else do you want me to evade capture by the police? Uh, anyway, so... Bush sent me a player. I hopefully he's called Arthur Davis. Okay. Also known as Artie. Uh, Artie. What, what was that? 
<laughs> what are you saying about him? He's known as Artie. He's a listless agricultural defender. <laughs> Artie Davis. Artie Davis, yeah. Uh, yeah. Regularly upsets officials by doing the opposite of every decision. Uh, <laughs> it says, you know, once a ref told him to behave, so he two-footed an innocent bystander. And he did a three-month suspended sentence for that, apparently. Excellent. Good lord. Yeah, Artie Davis. I can't see me getting him a bloody job. Uh, right, and then uh, <laughs> the next one is uh, Andrew Fowling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew uh, is yeah. the Ronda's fittest man. He runs everywhere, like absolutely everywhere. He doesn't own a car, a bike, or push, or any sort of transport. He runs everywhere. Tom He's like that Gitter Neath Bran character. Tom Pendra's answer to Forrest Gump. Or Gitter Neath Bran if you want to be local. Anyway, uh, <laughs> abs- so his style of play can be compared to Robbie Savage without the hair or the footballing ability. Christ. So I'm not sure how he could be compared Christ, to Robbie Savage there. Yeah, well, the, without Robbie Savage, without the footballing ability, <laughs> yeah. what a hard sell you put. <laughs> yeah. Imagine he just runs around a lot. Uh, right, a note here says he's a season ticket holder with the Ronda Rebels. Uh, so if they're playing on a Saturday, he won't play. No chance, he says. Yeah. And <laughs> sometimes he forgets he's playing football because he likes just running about. And when he was playing for Anis Heer Albions, he went straight up the touchline, out the gate, and all the way up to Triorki before someone told him what, asked him what he was doing. Uh, <laughs> a note says, liability, and he loves blue drinks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure if those blue drinks are alcoholic or not, but, you know, what, probably... What was his name again? Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Fowling. Andrew, and, Andrew Fowling, Ronda's fittest man. Yeah. Not in the way you're thinking, Rodney. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fighting talk, that is. Yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, Arthur Davis, also known as RT Davis, and uh, Andrew Fowlin. Oh, they found you again, mate. Get back in the hedge. They never find me in you. Uh, so carry on. Gone. Okay. Uh, well, that's it, really. I think. Have you got anything else for us? No. No, no, it's just off now. Look, you're an exhaust rugby on this thing. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'll, uh, I'll be on the scout. Fucking slow down, Alan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if anyone wants to send me any more players so I can not do my job and keep doing illegal things, I'd be grateful. But, you know, in the meantime, I don't know. Well, send my best to... Uh, send my best. The world's busiest hedge there. Okay, now where's his head? Oh, the Ukrainian border. Uh, between uh, Bryn Mawr and Blen Avon, mate. Uh, fair enough, I'll come find you now. You want a blue road. drink? Uh, I'll go and see that fouling guy before then. Oh my god, <laughs> engine's blown. Right, boys, I got to get Send my best to the boys, Andrew. Uh, I was not Andrew. Um, what's it called? Alan and Tony. Send my best to them and uh, Red, all the best. Red Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> who you are, boys. Right, off you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're telling us, are you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a nil, Phillips. Happy yeah, gets, Phillips. Yeah. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs>
Right then, it's time for wrong and of the week. Uh, your results from last week are as follows: in third place with six point five percent of the vote, uh, getting petrol. Um, in second place, thirty-seven percent of the vote, Megan's pick of Eaton, uh, and running away with it despite a slow start, uh, Kaus's pick of Karen from Stockport with fifty-six point five percent of the vote. So uh, another win for Kaus. That's two out of three this year. Uh, so yeah, let's start with Rodri, uh, as we've subbed you for Kaus this week, Rod. We'll give you the benefit oh, yeah. of the doubt and give you the, <laughs> the first pick. Uh, have you got yeah. anything for us? Uh, I've, uh, few weeks late for Novak Djokovic. That was when I was gonna, would have picked if I was around, uh, but I've obviously been missing in action. Um, yeah, I went, I went for Farage for that week because... Yeah, I had a few thoughts about that whole situation and... Yeah, it was a bit of a daft, uh, bit of a daft situation. But um, no, I, and then I thought maybe January because I, I was in on Saturday night and I'm trying to not, I'm trying to be sensible for a month or two and just there's nothing to do in January, is there? No. Like at least if you like try like taking it easy in the summer, you can get out and about and do stuff. But January's deepest, darkest winter and it's just miserable. And but no, I'm I'm gonna start the year off strong. My I think it's my first. Appearance this year is it? I don't know. No, you did Have the first, missed... you did you did the very first one of the year. Ah, Christ! Um, yeah, but there we I are. was I was in a, a pit of despair back then, yeah. so I wouldn't have remembered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going uh, strong. I'm going for Andrew R T Davis. Well, I was wondering if you'd me- I was wondering <laughs> if you'd mention him. Uh, I've actually got his Twitter page up now because I feel like I know what's um, yeah. tri- triggered well, this I- this afternoon. I it's, it wasn't even I can't see his Twitter. He's blocked me a few, oh, good few yeah. years ago, so <laughs> I don't know what he said. I've seen a lot of fuss about it, but um, I was gonna nominate him anyway because of the his failure to uh, like condemn Boris Johnson or call out Boris Johnson for his the whole uh, party gate, you know, all this uh, work event bollocks that's been going on the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, um, and. And the Scottish guy, that referee guy, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. Douglas he, Ross, he call, is that his name? He called, yeah, he called for him to resign, which, you know, is the right thing to do. I'm not going to give him any praise for doing the right thing, but he actually called for him to resign. And then Andrew Artie Davis, I don't think he did, did he? Nope, you he know? came out He came so, out backing so, him. Yeah, kissing ass still, even though in the face of, like, downright, outright lies, and the whole country can see it now, the whole of the UK can see it even. So, um... I mean, they don't even know who he is. They obviously don't find him, you know, Jacob yeah, well, Rees-Mogg go- forgot who he was. I was going to nominate Simon Hart, but then uh, <laughs> that's, that's basically what I'm doing anyway, isn't it? The, yeah. the leader of the... Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, and I think he's done something this afternoon. I, from what I've gathered, I, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, he's basically said that Churchill's won the war on his own or something. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah. t- he tweeted yeah. this morning, uh, on this day in 1965, Sir Winston Churchill died. Thanks to his leadership, Britain alone turned the tide <laughs> against Nazi Britain, Germany. Yeah, this is just delusion. Our, our freedoms and the freedoms of those in Europe are owed to him. Um, an I, absolute farcical statement. What um, a joke. Like. <laughs> they're, they're, they're deluded, aren't they? I don't even understand the mindset. Like, yeah. Britain I, alone. Oh, um, yeah, of course it was, yeah. I, I think the kids call it a ratio. Um, he's had uh, <laughs> t- 208 <laughs> likes on his tweet. And... Two point two thousand replies. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, ten times many. Well, yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, it's just some some yeah. cracking comments on you, but uh, so what basically a fucking con- idiot. 
you could just say I'm nominating him for basically everything he's ever said or ever does yeah. and, and continues to do because I've never heard anything sensible come out of his mouth. <laughs> the, the, it's, about, it's about time he had a, like, a lit, like an actual nomination rather than one of these custom... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, obviously, um, Kaus beat you to it, didn't he, earlier on in the... Uh... I did. He's already done it, is he? He did. My memory's fucked. Yeah, he did it. And then I think I made you nominate him. Um, Ah, of course, yeah. Someone along that that line. Rigmarole, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, classic uh, alternative Wales, that is now. I was going to nominate Kaus again, actually, because I did listen to that pod where he admitted he loves fish cakes as well. And I was like doing a podcast (laughs) with the fish cake twins. (laughs) (laughs) So to control him, not a a fan of this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it would have been a worthy yeah. nomination, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Andrew R.T. Davis. I don't... Lewis, me and you may as well not bother now. We'll just pack him and go <laughs> yeah. home, I think. I think he's uh, but anyway, Lewis, what have you got for us this week? Um, this one, nowhere near. It's, it's not going to get anywhere near, but it's just something that annoyed me over the weekend. Um, Yeovil, the town of Yeovil. That's <laughs> what I'm going to go for. Um, I went to watch Wrexham play away, uh, and... It, it just doesn't make sense. Like the the train station is like miles away from everything, the stadium is miles away from everything, but on the other side of town, and it's just like taxi prices were horrendous. And even when they went one nil up, I think it was a uh, Tom Knowles who scored for them. You know, he went up in front of the standing section behind the goal where the Wrexham fans were, and it was like you know it's it's everyone's cup final to play against Wrexham now, and it it just oh another one. Uh, when I was we were walking out of the stadium, uh, there was two like I'd I'd say they were somewhat my age, uh, people behind us, and they were like, oh, all of these all this Wrexham, uh, was it uh, something about Hollywood money, and um, you couldn't understand a word they were saying, and it's just, just everything seemed to piss me off. Other than obviously the second half, the second half was really good, but Yeovil is a town, and then we. Um, because the taxi services were so bad, I phoned eight different taxi companies to pick me up from the uh, pub to go to the train station, and they didn't have any taxis for two and a half hours. Christ so I had to stay in this pub and I, I was in, and it, it genuinely felt like a um, film set. Joe uh, Hot Fuzz, the the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Joe how like it was yeah. just full of well, full of wrongans actually. It was like. <laughs> I, I I didn't resonate with one person in that pub. It, it it literally didn't even feel right. They all had like really strong Somerset accents, and it's like it, the, it uh, didn't feel like, real. It's like the English like kind of uh, redneck area that isn't it? It's like, yeah, uh, deep yeah. south, but <laughs> of deep England. South. Like. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some lovely people from both, but then that's just the general vibe you get from that area of America and that area of England. But there we are. That's, really, uh, really preconceptions. quiet. Nothing happening. <laughs> and when we got in the... um, It literally it didn't even, doesn't feel right even speaking about it now. It, it it genuinely felt... Probably, you know, the alcohol probably had a bit to play in that as well, but it, it just didn't feel real. Like, I got in a taxi, and I think it, the company was called, like, Dracula Taxis or something. It <laughs> it just didn't feel right. It, it doesn't feel like it actually happened. Yeah, so I, weird. <laughs> I, I went to Yeovil for a pre-season friendly against Cardiff. Must be going back about 10 years now. And it is just, it's just nothing there. It's just absolutely... It's just like in, in the middle of like a housing area. Um, yeah, what a strange place. Um, Sounds like it made eerie. Lewis question, question his reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, a good pick, Lewis. Uh, anyone from... Anyone who hates Yeovil has an anti-Yeovil agenda, I'm sure will be... Uh, <laughs> well well over the moon with that one um 
so yeah, I, I've um, I've got a pick I've actually had for a few days now after my get going to get petrol pick last week. Um, I I'm going for NFTs. Um, oh, they, they seem to be yeah. um, gathering in pace, um, but I have no interest in finding out exactly what they are or and how they work. But it just seems like absolute bollocks. Um, I don't know what yeah. you all think. Um, I did. If you know much I did. I did like have a quick look before we came on to see if I could think of one last minute thing, and I did see John Terry's put some in oh, yeah, ag- up again. So, and I don't even know what or what is it. I don't even know. It seems to be like pictures of apes or some like gif or something that is yours, but oh. it isn't yours. I, it's weird. Yeah, like so you own an image on the internet, but anyone else could just like save it and use it. I really don't understand it. I think it's all no. to do with like Bitcoin and. I see the word currency and all yeah, that shit. Yeah. I see the word blockchain used a lot. I mean, I know I have no idea what it means. No. Um but yes. yeah, absolute manure and <laughs> um just got no interest in knowing what they're about and hope they're a fad that dies out because I'm already sick of seeing them. So Yeah, they, they, it's if anyone can enlighten us to what the hell they actually are. Like I I'm like you. I, I I kind of got my head around what cryptocurrency might be as a as a as a um what's the word I don't even, I can't even speak concept that's the bloody word I was going to say context but the yeah the uh, yeah I just about got my head around what they that what that is all about not really but yeah I, I thought I had adjusted that but <laughs> I don't I don't know if you saw that um John Terry tweet about was it Willian earlier yeah no. that's what yeah that, that was yeah. quite questionable wasn't it. That that key yeah. could have been put up for a nomination, that's, but that's what I that's what I was uh, saying earlier. That guy, that's what I saw just before coming on was John Terry. Yeah. But he done when his wife's birthday or something. Oh, he got Christ, her yeah. an NFT of her as an ape. I was like, what Jesus. the fuck? Hasn't she been through enough? Like, <laughs> did you see <laughs> married to him? Like, uh, she put some, yeah. he put something on his Instagram story, something about um, Jeff Stelling looking at his wife's boobs. I think. Oh, God. I tell you what, I've just made a note of John Terry as a, as, a, as a future wrong, and he's a joker, isn't he? He is a cloud. I, I, he was almost manager yeah. of Swansea. That 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 was that would have been a disastrous appointment from Swansea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something about him in there. Big time, yeah. Him and Lampard, like I, I yeah, I, I quite like Lampard. quite like Gerard, but Lampard and and Terry from that like England team, they're the two. That really get on my nerves. Same as Harry yeah, Kane, Rio, Kane Rio, as well. Rio Ferdinand as well. He's yeah. another one I don't like. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a handful of them that just seemed like I don't know. The arrogance comes across as well. Like it's it's not like it's like egos and there's big yeah, egos yeah. at play and yeah. I don't know. We've gone off a tangent here attacking nineties, two thousands England players, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, right then. So there, there's your there's your um. Your picks for this week, uh, we've got Andrew R.T. Davis, uh, the town of Yeovil, and <laughs> um, and NFTs, um, an eclectic mix this week. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's one particular What's favorite. NFTs actually stand for, by the way? Uh, non-fungible token. Non-fungible? Yep. Don't know what the word What's fungible no, means. No, I don't even know what that word means. Like, but, uh, um, so yeah, I don't know what something that is fun. I'm going to Google it right now um, on the podcast. Fungible meaning it means uh, uh, 
replaceable by another identical item, mutually interchangeable. Um, okay. Still uh, don't really know what it means. There yeah, we are. Completely in the dark still. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, voting will be on Twitter on Friday. Um, and you can vote uh, for Andrew R.C. Davis, uh, the town of Yeovil, and NFTs. And next, we will answer your questions. <laughs> to finish off, then, we're going to answer your uh, questions. Um, we've actually got a bit of time this week, so we can spend some time answering your questions um, rather than rushing through them like we have in uh, the last couple of weeks. So, to start, um, let's start with Jenko, who's asked, uh, what's the naughtiest thing you did in school? Rod, have you got anything particularly naughty that you uh, did in school? I'm trying to think. There's a lot of low-level getting sent out of class for being a twat to the teacher and stuff, but yeah. just trying to think if there's anything extreme. I don't think I ever got in serious trouble. I think I there, there's one example where I got wrongly accused of um, speaking and I stood up and started on the teacher, so that could be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I called, called him out and then he marched me into the sports hall and I threw my bag at him. That I don't know. It's pretty low level, but it's... Yeah, I was... I, was, I always knew when to toe the line in school. That's the thing. I wasn't like a complete fucking knob like I am yeah. <laughs> in my 20s. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, you, I mean, obviously you don't have to think back as far as Rod or me. And <laughs> yeah, it's a long time ago for me now, I think. That's why yeah. I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I was quite well behaved in school. Um, I think like what Rod, I've, you know, become a bit more of a menace after school. But um, I got once wrongly accused of uh, stealing a bag of Doritos from somebody's bag. Because <laughs> the kid, I swear to God, the kid who's... Um, bag of Doritos it was uh, punched somebody right because he thought they stole the Doritos and then he thought I stole the Doritos so I got held behind in like after lessons and everything uh, and the I don't know if like every local school had this but we had like a sort of like resident policeman who sort of like would come in every like few days and like he'd give talks and stuff and he got called <laughs> into the room and I swear to God, it was like, I was interrogated and the, you know, they were saying stuff like, um, you know, that interrogated by police in school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was stuff like, uh, like you can't go through other people's <laughs> property. And I was like, well, I literally didn't, it's, it's not, why would I go in somebody's bag to steal a couple of Doritos? Um, and we, I never found out who the person actually was who did it, but. Did you take the rap for it in the end, or did you get away with it? No, no, no. They're uh, innocent until proven guilty. Hey, so that, that's th- a, nothing that's against thing. me. That's the thing. I was. That's my example was from being wrongly accused, and that's pretty much when you really like lose your shit. Is when you've been yeah, wrongly accused, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah, there's nothing yeah, worse. Yeah. 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 You can take it if you actually did it, but when. Yeah, if you if you really like crisps that much, you'd have to just accept yeah. your punishment. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I didn't really get into any trouble. I was well behaved. Yeah, mine was similar to you, Rod, just sort of talking out of line, answering back as I got a bit cheekier as I got older, that sort of crap. Yeah. Um, there was a time, there was the biggest scandal in my school year, I think it must have been, maybe we were in sick form, could have been, no, it was. It must have been year 11 we were in. Um, it wasn't long after Twitter really sort of blew up, a couple of years after Twitter blew up, when would that have been, like 2011-ish? 
that makes sort of makes sense in my head. Um, a few kids in my year created um, parody accounts of teachers, um, and it was very funny at the time. Until obviously the teachers got a hold of what was going on, um, and my friend Connor uh, was a big deal on Twitter at the time. He was like a minor Twitter celebrity for just just being a <laughs> you know a class just talking nonsense yeah. um and had a good few thousand followers so me and him i remember got roped in to go into like because obviously i was his mate and he was famous on twitter they thought it was us um but it wasn't um because i don't think they quite understood it one of my other mates they thought it was him because he liked one of the tweets on his own account so i don't think they oh, worked was... exactly what it was um yeah. but then so so we got wrongly accused of that obviously nothing came of it but I mean, this is also going off on a tangent. What it what it had done then was it was like the head teacher and one of the senior teaching staff with the two parody accounts, but it but then it it inspired kids lower down in the school to like make their own, <laughs> and yeah. one of them made a, a, a an account about um, a teacher and was calling him a paedophile on it, saying he was a paedophile <laughs> and liked Shit. kids. Yeah. So they had to, obviously they had to they had to investigate it regardless yeah. of if it was just an idiot. So it was yeah. a. It was one of them, like, three weeks in school where it was just, like, mental, like, emergency assemblies and all sorts. It was uh, yeah. very entertaining. See, um, when I was in school, Facebook had barely even been a thing. It was still on Bebo back when I was uh, in school, so we didn't have that problem, yeah. Glory days, yeah. yeah. It was a good time. I, I also remember having my phone taken off me in science because the teacher wouldn't let us watch England, this is Algeria in the 2010 World Cup. I think it was England, this is Algeria. Because <laughs> um, it was like last lesson on a Friday. And I was like, oh, come on, you can let us watch that. And I remember checking yeah. the score in class. Um, and it's mental, come to think of it. I d- that was the I... nil-nil, wasn't it, when Rooney... Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. They they yeah. they had a disaster. It was that group with... I always remember... Yeah, I remember that. They, the Sun, I think it was, ran an article... Uh, ran the front page after the group was drawn with easy it was e england a algeria s slovakia yeah. and y yanks and i don't think they got out of it oh no maybe they did but they they did and then they, they lost st- to germany didn't they that's uh, it yeah 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 it was yeah. A, they had a bit of a disaster um but yeah i can't imagine this happening now but they they took my phone off me completely and i had to go back in with my mother after school to go and collect my phone like yeah, I'm, I'm sure not sure that... they can confiscate your phones these days, can they? Because of safety for the kids actually need them for like yeah. being picked up and stuff. I think probably because everyone's so reliant on phones these days. Yeah, so I don't know what. Yeah, I do. I've just so... th- go on. Yeah, so I was just I was just gonna say I thought of another one. I got I got kicked out of my um, leavers um, ball or whatever they called it in right. sixth form. Because I, for some reason, I thought I needed more alcohol, so I was like drinking like <laughs> contraband alcohol, and I got found, I got found, and got kicked out, and I uh, volleyed most extreme abuse at the teacher that kicked me out, and then I <laughs> went to the pub, went to the pub, and that was the end of my school days. Never went back. The last act was to uh, <laughs> scream obscenities <laughs> at a teacher and leave in a drunken disgrace. Yeah. So. yeah. But, but, yeah. Start as you mean to go on in life. Yeah, well, that's how I carried on for a while then. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do sometimes think back to like school and what like teachers used to get away with, and think, bloody hell, you know, if yeah. if that had happened in like, if I knew what I knew now, I think, you know, I'd be even more of a nightmare in school. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Martin Phillips has asked, uh, "Do the Alternative Wales team listen to any other pod- um, any other podcasts? If so, what one podca- podcast would they recommend? Doesn't necessarily have to be Welsh football or sport." Uh, Lewis, have you got a, a a podcast other than obviously Alternative Wales that you listen to religiously that you would um, recommend to someone? Um, I've been watching quite a lot recently of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I started watching it like start of um, December mm. and sort of like kept getting into it, into it, into it. And I finished it to find out that they also had like podcasts talking about the episodes. And I don't know if a lot of people, well, maybe a few Wrexham fans would have watched it, but um, they're quite good episode, uh, podcasts because they talk about like sort of the behind the scenes and how the ideas came about and sort of, yeah, just background stuff really um i'm not really a, i'm a podcast listener when i'm back home uh when i'm not in university because like you know, if i'm going on a drive or whatever i'd like to stick one on but when i'm here i'm, I'm too busy to listen to podcasts really or i'm always with somebody and i don't really like i, I only put podcasts on if i'm doing something in the background and i don't yeah. really seem to do much of that when i'm here fair enough uh rod i know you're a man of many podcasts um yeah. what, are, what are your go-to uh uh recommendations uh, there's probably too many to like list off, but you know you've got Ellis James. Is he's got a few out, and he I always tend yeah. to listen to them ones. Um, yeah, good is one, one is, is is one with John Robinson Five Live is the is yeah, the best podcast. Like, that, that is that is one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with producer Dave, is it? Yeah, yeah. They got a good like um, repertoire there. Um, I think Athletic Mince is my all-time favourite, but they don't tend to put too many out. It's uh, Bob Mortimer. I've never and, actually uh, listened to that, but I know I probably Dawson. enjoy it. It's just pure nonsense, really. It's just yeah. absolute, talking absolute shit. And then, I don't know, the other one, probably Richard Heron. You know, he interviews all the comedians and stuff. There's, yeah. You don't have to listen to them all, but there's a few uh, few in there that are classic interviews. Like he, they, they, they talk some absolute shit on that, and he always asks these emergency questions, and there's some fucking hilarious guests on there, like um, Bob Mortimer's, again, he... When he had him on, that's still one of my all-time favorite podcasts I've ever heard. Because he asks him about what his favorite terrorist attack, how he <laughs> how how no no not his favorite how he would do a terrorist how okay. would he plan a terrorist attack and his answer is fucking oh, I was in stitches laughing. <laughs> so that's worth worth checking out just that episode if uh, if anything. But yeah, too many to name. I I always struggle catching up on podcasts. I got about. 50 to play now from the last couple yeah. of weeks so i think yeah. i need to narrow them down not listen to more to be honest <laughs> well i'm the same until obviously my girlfriend's moved away as i feel like i mention every week um uh so i have loads of like time in the house now where it's just silence yeah. so i've always got something on so i'm actually looking yeah. for stuff to listen to just going through now guardian football weekly is by far the best football content oh, yeah. out there. yeah definitely I, yeah. I i very rarely watch any football over the weekend and I feel like I only listen to The Guardian for like any updates on like general yeah. football news. Um, Off Menu is the second best food podcast out there after this one. Um, <laughs> with Ed Gamble and James Acaster, they're brilliant. Um, and an old one, which they haven't done for a while, which is a shame because I genuinely think it was one of the best concepts I've seen, is um, called Blood on the Tracks. I don't know if... You've ever listened to Fight and Talk, any of you? On yeah, Five Live? I've heard, yeah. But it's it's a music one. It was with Colin Murray. Um, and it's oh, just, right. just, you get re- loads of really good podcast re- um, music recommendations on there. Um, 
yeah, that's really good. And a big shout out as well to the Welsh Music Podcast as well, because yeah. uh, they haven't put one out for a while. But if you're into Welsh music, there's some cracking interviews with uh, uh, some really good t- people on there. Tell you another one that was really short-lived, but I loved. Uh, like they, I think they only ever did three. Do you follow Neo on uh, Twitter? Yes. The Welsh. I've got he them on you as well. EI podcast. EI, that's EI it. podcast. Yeah, it yeah. was class. That was. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That that was, I think they only did about two or three, and then they just sacked it in. But it was. If, if if you can find them, the three episodes they did, they yeah. have you in stitches as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they they come just highly read, recommended. Re- read it out like Merthyr Facebook and stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. The, the first yeah. episode is called "When I Smell a Snake," and the second one is called <laughs> "The Face Is Freaky," um, <laughs> yeah. which I think was about yeah. a, some sort of like tattoo parlor. Yeah, and like yeah. and yeah. someone had commented on Merthyr Facebook. Yeah, very good. Um, so yeah, they're my recommendations. I also think Desolation Radio's um, podcast yeah. was really interesting as well. Yeah, there's a lot of good back catalogue. I always um, yeah, you can you can find one that interests you there because they've they, they've interviewed they've interviewed a wide array of people in they yeah. fair play. And there's always there was there's one on the Epint which I really like. Yes, because I didn't know I didn't know anything yeah. about that before um, before that. So yeah, um, very yeah. good. Um, friend of the podcast nathan davis hope you're happy about that one nath um has said uh, happy to see that wales worst agent and his cronies didn't get lieutenant cool in the end uh but yeah. he, his question is who would win in a hundred meter race andrew Artie davis or mr blobby well it's, it's obvious isn't it? Andrew yep. Artie davis would uh wouldn't get out the blocks <laughs> <laughs> yeah mr blobby f- fucks me off a bit mind Never, never don't never like him, it. do? No, it's quite unsettling, uh, really, isn't it? It's like I enjoyed, I enjoyed a bit of Blobby back in the day. He was just cause carnage, yeah, kick fucking to studio sets and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> got a lot of time for that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, Liam has said, anyone checked in on Rodri? Rodri, are you okay? Yeah, I'm here. Cool. You're right, Liam. Yep, <laughs> good. <laughs> um, Alid uh, asked the question last week and we didn't answer it. Where is it? Um. Yeah, he asked, uh, what's your favourite type of tomato? Um, and I, I'm assuming he doesn't mean, like, type, I don't know, cause a beef tomato or a cherry tomato, or does he mean, like, how you'd use a tomato? Uh, so my favourite is probably ketchup or just, like, good <laughs> chopped tomatoes because they're the base of most good, you know, a curry or a spaghetti bolognese. Any yeah. Any thoughts on tomatoes, boys? <laughs> I'll let Lewis go first on this. <laughs> uh, I quite like mine. It's thinly sliced. Um, if if, I, if they're going in a salad or something. But I, I, I didn't like tomatoes when I was younger. I think it's something that sort of gets you the older you get. But um, yeah. I'll put tomatoes in anything now. Like you know, if I'm having any sort of salads or... I, I put tomatoes with quite a lot of stuff, actually. What an answer. Fair play. Thinly sliced, I'll go for. Uh, I'm well. Uh, well, I'm pretty much well into my thirties now, and I, I still can't handle eating tomatoes. I don't like the texture, so anything, any form of smashed up tomato, like puree or ketchup, will be yeah. my answer. Yeah, and, and the ones, the ones you chuck in a curry or a bolognese. Yeah, yeah. The, the chopped up. We're really yeah. scraping the barrel with food questions these days. I feel like every sort of food question has been asked. Yeah, we're now on. Surely, <laughs> what's your favourite so <laughs> type of tomato? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bush, here he is. He's got a, another Yay. great question. They're getting more and more ridiculous every week. Uh, 
emojis and everything. Um, <laughs> Love is in the air, sang John Paul Young. That's the 25th uh, is Dean Sanders dying one um, tomorrow as we're recording. Also Rodri's birthday. So yeah. by the time you're listening, it would have been his birthday, but please go back and wish him um, a Pembloith happis. Um, I'm yeah, sure... If you don't want to, don't bother. That's yeah. Right with me. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it won't bother either way. Uh, he had, uh, <laughs> Bush, here he is, has asked, uh, what is the most unusual love token you have given, you have received? Love or, token. Yeah, or do you favour the last minute dash to the petrol station for rather limp carnations and a road atlas? Any, uh, any particular love token uh, you've given or received um, that you would like to discuss on the podcast? I'll, no, take that, no, I'll, take, I'll take that. I'll take that. The silence. <laughs> the silence is a no. Yeah. Um, Entering. There's a difference. Like X-rated podcasts or something. <laughs> like Eighty. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it family friendly. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, nothing off the top of the head. <laughs> I did. I think. I think I used to get Santa's doing when cards off my mum because it was my birthday as well. So they nice. I'd have two cards back in the day. Yeah. And that was like a pity thing, but um, no, nothing stands out. I'll I think probably... I had flat. Flowers from a girl in primary school, uh, so I, you know I never appreciated them at the time. But you know I don't think I've ever had flowers since, so <laughs> should have, should have appreciated that back in the day. But um, eight years old me, I think I just threw them at a wall or something, <laughs> you know, disgusted at the fact the girl could like me. So you know, back back then, glory days, very a- alien concept in it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I've been with my girlfriend too long now for any sort of love tokens. Um, tokens. Uh, she, 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 we've been together so long. She had to move to London, um, so the, I'll probably yeah. just buy myself a grief curry tomorrow. Um, <laughs> grief curry. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Uh, just yeah. That that's that's all I've got to say on the matter. Um, some say some say some say they're the best curries. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Better than a shame curry, I'd say. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> or a yeah. guilt curry. <laughs> um, so. Hey, curry is versatile and um, can be used in any yeah, well, any I'm, emotion. I'm having a birthday curry tomorrow, so that's uh, another classic yeah. type of curry. Arguably, yeah. one of my favourite curries, a birthday curry. Yeah, go um, all out in it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, if anyone wondered, curry is by far the greatest food on earth. So yeah. um, you don't need to ask anything about that because that's that's fact. Yeah, that is fact. Yeah. Uh, Sam uh, has asked, uh, Arsenal released a Transport for London kit collaboration this week, which is actually really good. I did I did see that on Soccer AM. Uh, he says, which Welsh club should release a Transport for Wales shirt? Um, anyone got any thoughts? I know there's a... Ba- obviously, you're from Bangor, Lewis. You, yeah. Uh, uh, there's, is there an, there's an Arriva Bangor team, isn't there? Or was? Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Actually, I was thinking like ironic it's like somewhere like in the absolute middle of nowhere that you physically cannot get trains to nice so i was thinking like nevin or somebody yeah yeah yeah. um nevin's a good one but i didn't think arriva bango would probably be a good one um obviously they call themselves the bus drivers i think or the bus men but i don't <laughs> think any bus drivers actually play for them i've played against them a few times actually um but yeah i'd, I'd go for nevin just because it's, it's quite ironic yeah 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 rod any um any takers from you? Nah, not really. I, I can't <laughs> think. <laughs> my 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 thought my general take on transport of Wales is usually a negative, so I don't yeah. really want to diss any clubs by associating them with them. To be honest with you, 
Fair enough, but, fair yeah. enough. Hendovery's on the Heart of Wales line, so so you could give them some sort of Heart of Wales. Yeah. Wales. Some, you know, gumbo with that, I don't know, but uh, nah. Less, I, I don't want to tarnish anyone, so move yeah. on. <laughs> the, the only anyway. thing I've got in my mind yeah. is Aberystwyth and Carmarthen and how there should be a train that connects them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I feel like this. What's in the middle of Aberystwyth and Carmarthen that could could have one? Um, well, Aberystwyth runs on the way, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Lampeter. What? Um, what could you like have a like a, a ghost track or something on the shirt, <laughs> like just to symbolise the lack of track? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Dowling has asked. He said, "It's Mister Ayres' hundredth birthday today. What will you be doing to celebrate?" Um, Andrew, I will be having a, a curry tomorrow to celebrate yeah. Mr. Ayres. Um, yeah, I'll be having a Mr. Ayres curry tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realise you, yeah. you you and Mr. Ayres are so close birthday-wise, Rod. What an honour. Yeah, there's a couple of legends there. <laughs> 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 no. um, right then, let's finish off. You did, you, did, you did ask Lewis what he was going to do for Mr. Ayres' birthday. Yeah, Lewis, have you got any plans for Mr. Ayres' birthday? Um, oh, celebrated in Portsmouth on the weekend. That'll be his birthday present. Yeah, bit of a celebration <laughs> away from the country that he originates from. <laughs> Just because everything's shut here, so we can't we can't celebrate his birthday. So I did it in, in his honour, but over Absolutely. the border. Um, Roy Level has asked New Order or the Stone Roses. Um, Stone Roses for me. Anyone else? Got Stone Roses as well. Yeah. Oh, that's a tricky one. I I do love New Order. Um, there was a question last week, wasn't there, about New Order? Uh, yeah. What's favourite track? I've ac- I actually. Because it was Blue Monday last week. Yeah, do you want to... Oh, is that why why it was... uh, I was just going to say my my favourite one of theirs is Your Silent Face. I can answer last week's question. Uh, It's well worth checking out. uh, Major uh, Consent is a good answer. Oh, sorry, Rod. Yeah. Um, For me, uh, Ian Brown's antics recently have sort of like died down my love for the Stone Roses. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's pissed pissed at his legacy in here a bit. Yeah, I think yeah. it was you, Rodri, tweeted recently about um, how COVID has just sort of outed all the fucking idiots, really. The people yeah, yeah. that we, we've sort of loved in the past um, and just sort although, of... Although, isn't there, like, I know, but like two of my favourites are Joy Division and New Order, because, well, they're basically one of the same thing without yeah. uh, Ian Curtis and it. But there's some talk that they were, like, set up there. They're named after, like, Nazi divisions of the nazi army or whatever and they had some leanings to that side of things so i like to kind of ignore that i I don't know how much truth is in that well i know joy division's named after i think it was like some sort of like prostitution thing in nazi germany but i just thought it was sort of the shock factor of it because i think a lot of like punk and post-punk but i don't think but it was still quite left wing i don't know because i i seen someone trying to cancel them basically not long ago because of their name and i think new orders like a something to do with the nazis as well but then i did listen to the uh there was a new order podcast not long ago and um that's another recommendation transmissions i think it was called yeah but then he, he basically poo-pooed the whole talk of that so i don't think there's any truth in that so yeah basically ignore everything i've just said um yeah we did have a question last week for you, Rod. I've dug it out because i mean i have no no thoughts or feelings on it um moz had asked um uh, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? And I know you're a you're a yeah. bird man. I think I've answered it before. I think I said Mach three. Mach three. So stick to that, yeah. I think yeah. Fast as fuck. Um. But yeah, really fast. Like 
fucking Sonic Boom Fest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Alan the Axe, Podfathers, um, triv- trivia for the week. Um, he there is there's obviously a Winter Olympics coming up, um, and he, there there is um, Welsh competitors in two events. Um, anyone want to take a guess at what two events they are? I know the answer, but um, I mean, he gave me the answer. I wouldn't have known otherwise. Any, um... I I, my knowledge of winter sports is pretty shocking. So, <laughs> yeah, same. Snow, are you not into fight? that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's that there's that mental one which has got like shooting and skiing in. Yeah, um, which is I always think is pretty wild. Yeah, that's uh, what do they call that? Alpine. It's like the Alpine sh- Jacaf- shooting um, or biathlon or something like that. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I couldn't. I, the only ones I know are like ski jumping and bobsleighs because they've been in films, isn't it? So yeah. That's my that's my vast knowledge of winter sports. I've never well, been skiing, so it's not something I'm too uh, informed on, really. But well, yeah, the, the bobsleigh is one answer, and uh, the skeleton, the in, women's in both, and I'm pretty ah, right. sure it's is it Mika who has done a bit of stuff for FC Cymru in the past. Oh, okay. Um, so, well, all the best. Hopefully, bring home some winter gold. Winter gold for Wales, not anyone else. Um, oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the Com- Commonwealth Games this summer. Ah, um, yeah. Oh, well, there we are. Nothing we can do about that. No, right. That is all the questions. Um, so, Rodri, um, you're picking our uh, our closing track this week. Actually, before we get on to that. Um, subscriptions for um the next year of alternative wales are still open um they will be available until uh issue five is out in march um but if you do buy your subscription this month you will be entered into a prize draw um prizes include um a 25 pound in-store voucher for spirit of 58 uh liam stokes massey the pencil craftsman has given us a few prints um uh what else have we got we got Alternative Wales t-shirts, which will be released later this week as well, um, to buy. They'll be in the prize draw. And we're hoping, fingers crossed, me and Andrew Dowling are working out a way to get Kiefer Moore to sign a photo of um, of his, Andrew Dowling's, um, and we'll give that away. If not, it'll just be a nice photo of Kiefer Moore, which I'm sure will be enough signed or not. So if that isn't enough reason to subscribe then subscribe as soon as possible um, on alternativewales.com forward slash shop. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated um, and will help us out massively uh, for the year ahead. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. That's that sort of um, uh, admin taken care of. Rodri, you're picking a track for us to play out on. Uh, what have you got? Um, I think he's been picked a lot. Um, it's Griff Reese. But I, uh, I I listened to it the other day. I think he's um, collaborated. I've just Googled them, so this isn't my own knowledge. But they've, it's Imerhan. It's an Algerian Tuareg desert rock quintet, and he's collaborated with them on a track called Adar Nulan. And I listened. It came, it, you know, you get these like personalized playlists on Spotify, and it just popped up yeah. on that, and I really enjoyed it. And you know, chuck it on and see what people think. I think is the best thing to do. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. It's very good. Um, I listened to it recently as well. Um, I mean, everything Griff Reese does is very good. Um, but obviously, I've not. I I I hadn't heard Imaran Im Imahan before. 
Um, yeah. And uh, very enjoyable. And I will probably go and check out some of their stuff as well. So that will play us out. Um, but before we go, uh, Lewis, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, it's been nice to have you back on again. Have you got anything you want to plug? Any closing statements for yourself? Uh, no. No, not really. Boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Th- th- thanks Quite for your input. Thanks for your input again. Right, um, man. And Rodri, uh, any closing statements for yourself other than a happy birthday? Um, oh, thank you. Um, no, I just uh, listened to a podcast a few weeks ago. I think it was when Sarah was on. She was mentioning that um, Linda McCartney was the best Beatle. I'm just going to say it was Jeremy. <laughs> Who's Jeremy? <laughs> Pe- yeah, if people don't get that joke, they might eventually, so I'll leave it there. Um, okay. <laughs> The guy with the uh, deformed hand. Anyway, um, no, oh. just keep keep on trucking. Jeremy Beadle, Jeremy Beadle, come on. No, it's a it's a terrible joke. Oh, Beadle. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it didn't work. It's, that's, okay. There's tumbleweed coming through my lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, good. Shocking. I'm sure I'm sure someone will appreciate it. Um, no, I've I, nah, that's that's me done now. Never make a joke again. <laughs> shocking. Really poor end. <laughs> for for what was that? Yeah, a, a, a strong return to the podcast. You've pissed yeah. it all away with that joke at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. I've um, thrown, thrown piss all over the fire. <laughs> there we are. And on that Apologies. note, um, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, we'll be back same time next week. Uh, to play us out. Uh, is Adar Newland by uh, Imarhan and Griff Rees. Enjoy, um, and we'll speak to you next week. Do you have a vote?